You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Simeon. Sino ba to si Simeon? Well, nothing else is known historically concerning Simeon. Ito po yung una at huling banggit sa pangalan ni Simeon sa istoryang ito. Okay? Was Simeon a priest? Was he part of a religious leadership like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the SNS? If, if he was, most probably, si Luke po ay babanggitin ito. Pero hindi siya binanggit. Was he a, an entrepreneur, a businessman, a tax collector, a farmer, a shepherd? Wala pong nakakaalam. But Luke felt it was not important to mention his background, his economic status, his religious background, his political leanings, his educational attainment, his achievement in life. Nothing. No mention whatsoever. Maybe because none of these were important in the Christmas narrative. Maybe because before God, these things were not that important. Man? You see, Many people feel they are important when they have these things. Pag na-reach na nilang certain achievement in life, no? kapag narating na nilang certain status in life, kapag ang pangalan nila sa harapan ay may kadugtong na, no? engineer. Yan, yan. Tapos sa dulo, meron pa, PhD. Ah. O kaya naman, architect. Or ang kotse mo sa garahe mo, lima. People feel that they are important in the society. And of course, if they have many zeros in their passbook. I have a spoiler alert for you. The things that seems important in the eyes of men are not really that important to God. Yung mga bagay na pinupurso natin, talagang pinagpapagura natin, sinusunog natin yung kilay natin, pati buhok sumama, para lang makuha natin, Maraming sa madalas na pagkakataon, yung mga bagay na yun, hindi naman talaga importante sa Diyos. Especially yung money and pride. The book of Luke in general and the Christmas story in particular emphasize God's special eye for the ordinary and the unimportant. In fact, immediately po after the story of Simeon, another name came up. The name of Anna, out of the blue, a simple widow. God allowed her to take part in the Christmas story, kahit parang pa-extra-extra lang siya. God handpicked these individuals like the teenage Mary, the, the doubting priest Zechariah, the baron Elizabeth, and of course, the unnamed shepherd uh, Simeon, Hannah, and made them part of a wonderful, wonderful story that would be told again and again and again and again for at least a season of the year, year after year, for 2,000 years and beyond. Wow. That's really amazing. And that's what you call grace. Luke describes Simeon in this manner, verse 25. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon and this man was righteous. That's the, only, that's the description. He was righteous, devout, 
He's highly respected maybe in the community. And another description is that he was waiting for the consolation of Israel, meaning he was waiting for the coming Messiah. He was waiting for the anointed one. He was waiting for the salvation of Israel, for the redemption of God's people. And it also says there that the Holy Spirit was upon him. Simeon was confidently and patiently waiting for the coming Messiah. Para po doon sa katubusan at kalayaan ng Israel. Paano niya nalaman na dumating na nga yung Mesiyas? Paano niya nalaman na yung consolation na kanyang iniintay, eh dumating na? Sabi po ng Bible, he knows how to wait upon the Lord. And because he waited upon the Lord, the Holy Spirit spoke to him. You know, last Friday, we were invited to a dinner ng isa pong kaibigan at kapatiran po natin na naging very successful. Na-amaze po kami sa kanyang uh, tagumpay. At tinanong po namin yung mag-asawa, paano kayo nagkaroon ng breakthrough? Simpleng tao lang po sila, niyat pinagpala sila ng Panginoon. So sabi ko, anong naging sikreto nyo? Paano kayo nagkaroon ng breakthrough? Yung sagot po ng mag-asawa sa amin, ang sabi niya, we've learned how to wait upon the Lord. Hindi namin pinangunahan ang Diyos. May mga pagkakataong natitem kaming gusto na namin tulungan ang Diyos para lang matupad yung pangarap namin. Hindi daw po sila magkaanak. Pero ilang beses silang nag-a-attempt, hindi natutuloy. And they said, maybe this is not God's will. Maybe God doesn't need our help. Yes, some people sabi nila, okay naman sa kanila yon, Kristiyano sila, umepekto sa kanila. But for us, this is how God is dealing with us. God doesn't need our help. And God bless them. Kaya sila ng anak, pinagpala sila. Wow! At sabi niya, sa pansikreto namin, pastoris, yung generosity. Waiting upon the Lord. You see, I've said this time and time and again, waiting is one of the most difficult thing to do. Do you agree? Waiting is one of the most difficult thing to do. Lalo na kapag ang pastor ay matagal mag-preach. Waiting is one of the most difficult thing to do. Amen ba, mga dalaga? Alaga. Amen. Tagal kasi nila. And I want you to know, waiting time is never wasted time. Never. When you are waiting upon the Lord. Simeon's waiting was rewarded. And I know sa mga tao po sa inyo na naghihintay sa Panginoon, i-reward kay ni Lord. Tingnan po ninyo paano ni-reward ni Lord. Verse 26, It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. The word revealed is very important. Why? Because many times I've told you, God chose to be silent for 400 years. Correct? God was silent. Radio silent, silent mode, no vibration, no nothing. And yet, when God chose to speak up once again, He chose this ordinary unimportant guy, Simeon, to speak to him. If you think you are unimportant. Maybe you're saying, Pastor, I'm not important. That's why every time I go to church, I just stand there at the back. <laughs> I don't sit on the front because I feel I'm, I'm a nobody. I just want to be a face in the crowd. Uh, 
no read, no write ako. Sampung kahig, isang toka, walang tinapos. I want you to know, God could actually speak to you. And God could actually use you. And God can turn your story right side up for Christ. So God can use the ordinary and the unimportant. Faster, you mean to say, hindi gagamitin ni Lord yung mga VIPs and feeling VIPs? Of course, God will use them. God take these people, the VIPs and the feeling VIPs, and He usually crush them until they realize that apart from God, they can do nothing. Remember Saul, the, the, the Pharisee? He is such a, a, a somebody in his, during his era. He persecuted the church and God told him, I will use you. God crushed him. He made him blind until he realized he was fighting against God. And God turned Saul, the persecutor, into Paul, the apostle. Amen? So God can use the VIPs and the filling VIPs. But take note, he usually crushed them. Now, let's go back to Simeon. Simeon was moved by the Spirit. He went to the temple that day. Araw din na i-dedicate si Jesus. Paano kaya nangyari yun? Bumulong kaya yung Holy Spirit sa kanya? Sinabing, Simeon, ay, kising. Simeon, nandiyan na yung hinihintay mo. Ganun kaya? Okay? And maybe when he heard that voice, he heard that urging, he immediately rushed into the temple. Naalala ko po yung my son texted me and said, Dad, why are people texting condolences to me? He was unaware. And then I said, your lolo is gone. You see, aside from my mother, my son and I are the first line of defense for my father who was bedridden. Kaya po nung may nagte-text sa kanya, bakit condolence, condolence? And I told him, your lolo is gone. Immediately po, napatayo siya sa classroom. Napalabas sa classroom at tumakbo po sa parking lot ng school. Dahil yung bahay po ng parents ko inando sa parking lot ng school. At para nakita ko po, tumatak ko para siyang si Usain Bolt. Please! Maybe that's what Simeon did. He rushed immediately upon hearing the voice of the Spirit. Or maybe the Spirit led him to the temple. Maybe naantok-antok pa siya tulad ng iba sa atin. Sabi ng Lord, magsibangon ka. Naantok pa ang Lord. Ne, magsibangon ka. Basta punta ka sa temple. Bakit kaya? Lahat mo nang gagawin sa temple. And then when he saw Jesus, the baby Jesus, Umiyak yung bata. Oh. Iyak, iyak, iyak. <laughs> Walang timing dapat yung pag-iyak. Ah, ganun. Maybe. When the baby Jesus cried, it caught the attention of Simeon and said, that's a different tone. No? Parang tenor. <laughs> and God said, that's the boy. That's the anointed one. Maybe with fear and trembling, he went to Mary and Joseph. Tapos na anak, tapos na. 
So whatever the case may be, Simeon was so overwhelmed by the situation, he burst into song. Well, at least that's the literary form that Luke presented it to us. I don't know if he really sang. But the literary form, it is a poem or a song. And he said in verse 29, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples. What does it mean? It means, Lord, kota na ako. Ready to go. Yeah? Ang makita ko ang mukha ng aking tagapagligtas ay sapat na at higit pa. Lord, wala na akong mahihiling. I'm fully satisfied. Kunin mo na ako, Lord. I'm ready. Wow. Question. Wala bang ibang pangarap si Simeon? Lahat tayo may mga pangarap. Amen? Yung iba nga sa inyo, hanggang ngayon nangangarap, Lord, bago, po, bago pumatak yung Pasko, matanggap ko naman yung iPhone 11. Wala pa ba? O, pangarap pa lang talaga yun. Anyway, nangangarap pa rin tayo. We have all dreams. And sometimes, we don't want time to pass until our dreams are fulfilled. Right? Dream, dream house? Sino ang nangarap ng dream house? Lord, yung nagtaas lang yung bigyan mo. Uy, tataas-taas kayo. Yeah? Or dream car. Lord, yung simple lang yung dream car ko. Yung ano lang. Yung Maserati. Yeah? See, yung, yeah? O kaya naman, yung medyo mas mataas ng konti. Lamborghini. Ferrari. Kung masyadong mataas yung dalawa, gulong na lang, Lord. Ducati. Wala pang pangarap si Simeon? Maybe he wants to have a trip abroad. Or trip to the Dead Sea. To the Nile River. To the Sahara Desert. But it seems like, it seems like whatever dreams he has, seeing the Messiah far outweighs them all. Amen? Yung makita niya ang kanyang tagapagligtas ay sapat na at higit pa sa kahit ano pang bagay na pwedeng i-offer ng mundo sa kanya. How about us? Ano ang makasasapat sa inyo? Oh, ako, pastor, basta magkasyuta lang ako this Christmas, okay na. Yung isa pong kadiner namin, nagkukwento, sabi niya, alam mo, pastor, yung anak ko nag- nag-aaral sa isang mamahaling skwelahan dyan sa may McKinley. Salamat, may scholarship yung anak ko, kaya ano. Pero yung iba doon, pastor, ang yayaman talaga. Pero sabi niya, yung classmate ng anak ko, may sarili siyang kondo, may sarili siyang sasakyan, mayaman ang pamilya, meron pang juwa. Kompleto ba? Pero alam mo, pastor, doon sa kondo niya, tumalun, patay. Bakit? Lahat meron siya eh. And yet nothing satisfied her. Nothing was enough para pigilan siyang kitili ng kanyang buhay. How about us this Christmas? The Christmas rush is still on. Maraming pang 
iba sa atin, gusto pang mamili, pahabol. Sabi ng iba, buti na lang, malap na sa festival tayo, meron ng Landmark, may SM, Save More, may Robinsons. Nandito na lahat, pwede pa tayo mamili. So many preparations to accomplish. So many people to please. And we want to gain their approval. Kaya lahat gusto natin perfect. Perfect ang taste. Hindi masyadong maasim dapat. Yung cake dapat hindi masyadong maasim. <laughs> gusto natin yung platings perfect. Yung lighting's perfect. Yung air conditioning ng bahay natin kahit wala. Wind ko na lang perfect. We want everything to be perfect. We want people to to like us para ma-please sila. Gusto natin na mapasalamatan tayo ng mga tao sa gift na binigay natin. Pag di ka man lang napasalamatan, nakakainis. O syempre naman. We want people to thank us for inviting them, saying that we enjoy the party, we like the food, etc., etc. Because we felt that when people gives us appreciation and commendations, we will truly be satisfied. Those things are good. But nothing compared to what God can give. I pray that we will pause for a while this Christmas so that we can see the Christ of Christmas. To behold Him and appreciate the very reason why we have such a wonderful celebration. And to appreciate how He lived that ultimately leads to His death so that us who are dead in sin may live forevermore. I've read a story from the internet entitled The Story of a Son written by the most famous author named Anonymous. A wealthy man and his son loved to collect rare works of art. They had everything in their collection from Picasso to Raphael. And they would often sit together to appreciate and admire the great works of art. And then, nagkaroon po ng Vietnam War. Pumunta po yung kanyang nag-iisang anak na lalaki sa gera. But the son died while rescuing a soldier. The father was notified and grieved deeply for his only son. Makalipas po ng isang buwan, just before Christmas, there was a knock at the door, ring on his bell, knock on his window too. But it was not the Electrolux man. It was a young man that stood at his door with a large package in his hands. Sabi po niya, Sir, Sir, you don't know me, but I am the soldier for whom your son gave his life. Marami po siyang sinave nung araw na yon. At ako po'y buhat-buhat niya nung siya po'y tinamaan ng baril na tumago sa kanyang puso. Madalas pong pinag-uusapan namin ang inyong anak ang kahiligan niyo sa art at ang pagmamahal niyo sa, sa mga paintings. Inilabas po ng, kanyang, ng lalaking ito yung package. Sabi niya, Sir, I know this is not much because I'm not a great artist. But I think your son would have wanted you to have this. 
nung tinignan po ng tatay yung package, it was the portrait of his son painted by the young soldier. So he stared in awe at the way the soldier was able to capture the personality of his son in his painting. Na-focus po yung mata ng, kanyang, ng tatay na to doon sa mata ng anak niya sa painting at nagsimula pong dumaloy ang luha sa kanyang mga mata. Sobra pong nagpasalamat ang tatay at sinabing pwede ko bang kitang bigyan ng pera, bayakan man lang. Sabi niya, Sir, no, I could never repay what your son did for me. Consider it as a gift, please. So ang ginawa po, inihang po nung, nung tatay yung portrait na yon kahilera ng mga magagandang paintings. At sa tuwi na po na may darating na bisita, una pong pinapakita nung tatay yung painting ng kanyang anak. At saka po ipapakita ang Rembrandt, Picasso, the Van Gogh, the Raphael, etc. After a few months, namatay po ang lalaking ito. Sa kanya pong last will and testament, there was supposed to be an auction na mangyayari. Yung auction po lahat ng paintings. And so the auction took place. Many influential people were gathered. They were all excited in seeing great paintings and have an opportunity to purchase one of their collection. And on the platform sat the painting of the sun. The auctioneer started pounding his gavel. We will start the bidding with this picture of the sun. Who will bid for this picture? And there was silence. Nagtitinginan po silang lahat. Is this for real? And then the voice at the back of the room shouted, We want to see the famous painting. Skip this one. But the auctioneer was not moved. Will someone bid for this painting? Who will start bidding for 100? How about 200? And then another voice came. We didn't came for that painting. We came to see the Van Gogh, the Rembrandt, the Picasso. Let's move on. But, the auctioneer was not moved. Sabi niya, anyone? Any taker for the sun? How about 100? 200? Finally, a small voice at the very end said, I will take the picture, the painting for $10. It was the voice of the gardener, the long-time gardener of the father and son. Sabi niya, that's the only money I can afford. I'm willing to take the painting. We have 10! Anyone for 20? For 30? Going once? Going twice? Going thrice? Sold for $10. And then a man sitting at the second row said, Oh no, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's go on with the, with the real collection. But the auctioneer laid down his gavel. And said, I'm sorry, the auction is over. And they were all shocked. What about the paintings? And he said, I'm sorry. When I was called to conduct this auction, I was told of a secret stipulation, a secret condition that I'm not allowed to reveal until this time. Only the painting of the sun would be auctioned. 
Only the painting of the sun. And whoever bought that painting would inherit the entire estate, including the paintings. The man who took the sun gets everything. I mean everything. You see, God gave His Son 2,000 years ago to die on a cruel cross. And much like the auctioneer, His message today is, the Son, the Son, anyone who would like to take the Son. Because you see, whoever takes the Son gets everything. I tell you, Nothing could more satisfy you this Christmas than having the Christ of Christmas. To really have a personal encounter with a birthday celebrant. To commune with him. To encounter him. And for you to do that, masasabi mong, Lord, ikay sapat na at higit pa. Walang katapat na ligaya. More wonderful than any gift we will ever receive. Because you see, only Jesus could truly satisfy the deepest longing of our hearts. Amen? Talakpakan po natin ang Panginoon. No gift, no person, listen to me, those people are longing for love. No person. No nothing. Not even money or fame or any prestige could truly satisfy our deceptive heart. David in his famous psalm, Psalm 73, 25-26, he said, Whom have I in heaven but you? And there's nothing on earth I, that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. My flesh and my heart may fail. Or my wife may fail. My husband may fail. My boyfriend may disappoint me. My girlfriend may humiliate me. My business may fail me. My job may fail me. But you will always be the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Only seeing the Messiah truly satisfied Simeon. But there's something more that Simeon saw and made him got so excited. You see, he was waiting for the consolation of Israel. I'll repeat that. You might miss this. He was waiting for the consolation of, of Israel. But when he saw the baby Jesus, he declared, verse 32, that this Jesus will be a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people, Israel. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory of your people, Israel. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and yet he declared, this Jesus will be a light for revelation to the Gentiles. Now, this is very significant, and let me show you why. Last week, the United Nations General Assembly voted to refute 
President Trump for his decision to acknowledge Jerusalem as the capital city of Israel. Remember that? Nabalitan niyo ba yan? Kasi yung plano ni, ni, ni Trump is ilipat din yung embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, making it really the capital of Israel. This Israeli-Arab conflict had been there since time immemorial. But as Christians, we know and recognize that Jesus is the only true solution to this prevailing problem. He is the light to the revelation to the Gentiles. He is the light to the non-Jews, to the Arabs, and to the rest of the world. Si Lord lang po ang makalulutas ng problema talaga ng Israel at ng, ng Palestinian at ng gulo ng mga buong tao. Bakit po? Kasi kapag ang tao totoong nakakilala sa Diyos, bago siya isang Israelita, siya muna ay heavenly citizen. Bago siya maging isang Palestino, siya muna ay heavenly citizen. Pag pumunta po kayo sa mga churches natin sa ibang bansa, especially yung mga uh, multi-ethnic Matutuwa po kayo. Bakit? Makikita mo kasi doon, pag nag-worship sila, walang, walang itim, walang puti, walang mistiso, wala. Lahat, isa lang, kristyano ang sumasamba sa Diyos. Because Jesus will be a light for revelation to the Gentiles. Simeon saw that the fulfillment of a long-time dream is not just for his selfish or nationalistic benefit. Minsan, di ba, pag may dream tayo, ang naisip lang natin yung pansarili natin. O kaya, para sa bayan. Di ba? Ang mamatay ng dahil sa iyo. But rather, Simeon saw the coming of the Messiah as the fulfillment that would affect and should affect other people. Mga kapatid, ito pong Paskong da, pagdiriwang natin. Mamayang gabi, pag uwi ninyo, alam ko, uwi na naman kayo eh. Ang tingin nyo sa akin, iba na eh. Pag-uwi po ninyo, alam ko magiging busy tayo sa preparation. I know that. Pero ito pong Pasko, na celebration natin, hayaan po natin yung focus natin, hindi lang po doon sa preparation. Hindi lang po mismo doon sa party. Hindi po lang sa games ng mga bata. Hindi lang po sa pagkain na puro kolesterol. But rather, we must learn to share the light of Jesus. Especially pag ang kasama niyong nagsa-celebrate ng mga mahal niyo sa buhay, hindi pa nakakilala sa Panginoon. It's time for us to step up. Maybe some of you will just say, Sige, before tayo kumain, pwede bang mag-share si ate? Or bago tayo magkakaroon ng party, pwede bang mag-share si mami? Or pwede ba akong mag-pray muna? Or anything in that effect. Take that bold step. Don't be afraid. Yung takot, walang idudulot na maganda yan. I tell you, when you saw something, nagtanim ka, aani ka. And you just never know when would be the time na itong mga sineran mo, pinanalangin mo, binahaginan mo, ng simpleng panalangin at ng salita ng Diyos, later on makakasama mo na sila dito. Amen? I want you to know that Christmas was not just meant to be celebrated. It is meant to be shared. Share the Christ of Christmas. Now, paano po ba inintend ni Lord 
na siya yung maging revelation to the Gentiles at glory sa Israel. Well, in many ways than one. But listen sa text po natin, sa New Living Translation. Tignan po ninyo living, New Living Translation, verse 34. Then Simeon blessed them and he said to Mary, the baby's mother, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God, but many will oppose him. As a result, the deepest thoughts of many hearts will be revealed. Lahat po nang makaka-encounter kay Kristo at sa kanyang mabuting balita, whether sila po'y mananampalataya na o hindi pa, whether sila'y tatanggap o hindi, you know what happens? God reveals the deep thoughts of their hearts. Kinakausap sila ni Lord. Nasubukan niyo ba yun nung una kayong pumunta dito na feeling niyo parang mispiyahan ba ako ni Lord? Or yung asaw, minsan nagsisikawin mag-asawa, inimbita mo ba ako dito para iparinig lang yung mga pinagsasabi mo kay pastor? Bakit, bakit ganyan magsalita yan? Kinuwento mo ba yung sitwasyon ko? Sasabi ng asawa, hindi, wala naman ako ginawa. Si Lord yung nag-i-speak sa'yo. Kani ba? Inire-reveal ni Lord yung tunay na kalagayan ng puso ng tao. Para siyang, para siyang mga spotlight. Inlal- yeah? Pinapakita na yung tunay mong kalagayan. Yung, yung unforgiveness, yung pride, yung hurt, yung insecurity, yung mga unfulfilled dreams, yung mga hinaing mo sa Lord, yung mga kasalanan mong walang nakakalam kahit asawa mo, hindi alam. And when that happens, we have two options. Number one is to act like cockroaches. Yeah? Mga cockroach, pagka madilim, tapos pag inilawan mo ganun, mga Tatakbuhan, di ba? We can reject God, we can hide from God, or pretend that everything is okay. Hindi, I'm okay. Nothing is wrong. Just like what Paul said to Timothy, that these people have the appearance of godliness, but they deny its power. Or, we can humble before God. Lay down everything to God. Weaknesses, vices, sin, and all. And when we fall on our knees, God will raise us up to our feet. He forgives us our sins, calls us His own, and He who is the light of the world will call us a light to the darkened world. Ladies and gentlemen, Christmas is a promise fulfilled. So let the promise of Christmas be fulfilled in each one of us as we celebrate this wonderful occasion. First, as I've said, let us realize that only Jesus could truly satisfy the deepest longing of our hearts, not the gifts, not anyone. So if you are here, why not give your heart to Jesus? Only Him could truly satisfy. Second, Christmas is not just meant to be celebrated, but rather it is meant to be shared. 
the Christ of Christmas. Because without the Christ, we only have a Mass. We only have a celebration. We don't have Christ. So as you share your food to them, share the love of Jesus. Share the Gospel. Amen? And let me make a suggestion to you. Before the clock hits, I pray that you will pause. Find a time in the midst of the brouhaha of the pre- preparation. I pray that you will be able to take a time and pause for a while and commune with the God who came down on earth so that you and I would have this Christmas. Speak to Him. Talk to Him. And I tell you, it will make a lot of difference. Yung dating parang pagod na pagod, gulong-gulo, worry na worried, suddenly it will turn around you will be able to appreciate Christmas. Take time. Pause. Have communion with God. Amen? Merry Christmas, everyone.